0: hi <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're live yeah yes I, I just know okay <laughs> um if you don't know me you should by now I'm Keith and this is my dad Kerwin and this is father's Day galaxy we reach the end of the Crimson Dawn trilogy We're going to break it down with our close friend and my uncle, Chris Ryans, the creator of the Broaxium channel, which includes shows such as Shooting the Poodoo and Star Bros. Chris also manages Atomic City Comics in the great city of Philadelphia. Uncle Chris, welcome back to the Sun Galaxy.
1: All right. Thank you.
2: What's going on, everybody? What's up, Nephew. Hey! <laughs>
1: Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Hey, Did I ever
2: mail that
0: Lego like, minifigure
2: to you? No, not yet. Not yet. We got to meet up so I can I can check it out.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. You still have it? I okay. think so. All Next right. time
0: we come up to Atomic City. We'll all uh, bring the figurine. Yeah. Well, you sounds can keep good. It, put it on display. Awesome. Thank
2: you. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's yours to keep. Absolutely. So, how you been?
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Uh, I I've been, 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 uh. Hanging
1: in there, man. How about y'all? Yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, we're we're doing the same. You know, it is getting busy for us. Uh, I watched uh uh an episode of uh The Nice Guys when you were talking about the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. You know, that that movie is near and dear to my heart. You know, I talk about 40 years ago, I remember going to see the film um back in the day. So you know, it was wonderful to hear somebody else. You know, yeah. reminisce I mean, about the same thing, and then you went to see it 40 years ago in King of Prussia. Yeah, yeah.
2: How about that? Um, yeah, it's it's you know that that was Jedi was the first movie that I was. I mean, I was eight years old, but we're Generation X, so I mean, you know, my parents let us just just go and and do True. things back then yeah. by ourselves. But. Uh, um, that was the first. That was the first time I could like you know me and my friends go to the theater for the first time. I was eight years old um, when that came out. So I mean I was two when when um, you know New Hope came out. Five when uh, Empire came out. So I definitely you know I couldn't go running around with my friends. But this one, this was the one like me me and my partner Mick was saying like you know this is one we were most cognizant for uh, that we could go and enjoy it on our own. You know all that kind of I stuff. So, not- yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So that one, that one held a special place in my heart, and pl- and it's still my favorite, you know, uh, 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 Star Wars movie for many
0: reasons. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah no, I agree with you. I agree really, with
0: I you. thought your favorite was um, the Last Jedi. It's a great movie,
2: but my favorite, like, like just close, like near and dear to my heart. Yeah, Jedi, Return of the Jedi,
1: Return of the Jedi. Last
2: Jedi is just it, it's 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 on another level. You know,
1: I know yes. a lot
0: of haters out there, but yeah, the level. okay,
1: we're gonna stay on topic, right? We're not gonna there too
0: far away Ugh.
1: from why we're here. We're gonna talk about Marvel,
0: right?
1: You know what else we're gonna talk about?
0: What's that? hidden empire?
1: Hidden Empire, all right, come on. So, let's catch everybody up, let's just talk about hidden empire, what it is. And this is our third, uh, this is the third trilogy i guess so the third, third and
0: final part right yeah, the, the third, third, third chapter oh, of the trilogy. Oh, the trilogy.
1: Of right yeah so I mean, let's i
0: think we've had uncle chris here for all of it we did
1: yeah yeah so this is the final this is the final run for 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 the crimson dawn series so let's catch everybody up
0: so to catch everyone up the trilogy began with war of the bounty hunters and this takes place right after the empire strikes back hot is in carbon freeze stolen which is stolen from boba Fred And Kira, leader of Crimson Dawn, is the person behind the theft. She sells Han to an auctioneer during the highest bidder, and he ends up getting sold to the huts. But Vader crashes the auction and takes Solo for himself. And after an intense battle with Imperials, Boba gets it back. And then the story continues in Crimson Raid. Kira makes it her personal mission to absolutely destroy Palpatine and Vader. He forms a team and causes panic and chaos within the Emperor's personal space. Mm. And now, let's talk about The Hidden Empire, written by Charles Soule.
1: Right, all be right. It'd be
0: nice if there was an echo in this room.
1: No, that's fine. Hidden
0: Empire!
1: And Charles Soule has written all three of the series. Yeah. So, all right, so let's go ahead. I'd so, be mad if
0: he didn't.
1: Yeah, he's, he's very good, as we know. So, Hidden Empire starts off with these two people in hooded robes and they're talking to the archivist. right? Um, she tells a story, well, she can, continues to tell the story about Kira. She's been telling the story from the very beginning. Um, and she talks about how Kira and her team found the formatic cage, Firmatic cage, an artifact that is in the hands of a powerful dark side user that could cause havoc. Can you tell us more about the formatic cage and what is Kira's purpose for it? Why does she need it?
2: Well the the uh the, the Cage was made by uh this 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 cult, this ancient cult called the uh the Ascendant. And uh they wanted to um be on the same level because they were battling the Sith. So they wanted to be on the same level with them, so they created technology that could mimic what the Sith were doing, and uh as far as power wise uh power and things like that go. Uh kind of like what the, the Mandalorians are doing against the Jedi when they had their wars. Um but uh this this uh and, and I know the Fromatic Cage is made by Lord Moman, who is just a little unstable. Uh, no, Are no, they no, all? But, uh, yeah, uh but the Fromatic Cage, what it can do is it can freeze uh someone in time. So either you know they, they can just they can come out, they have not aged or anything like that. So what I think Kira's plan was it was it was one of two things that could happen with this thing, either they find a Fromatic Cage. They open it, and they trap Vader and um, <clears throat> they trap Vader and Palpatine in the cage. Or there could be some powerful Sith Lord or something like that who was in there that she can hopefully um, uh, convince to destroy because that's what the Sith do—they destroy one another until it's like the most powerful one. Mm-hmm. Um, so she could, uh, so that you know that if there was a Sith Lord in there, that Sith Lord could. Destroy Palpatine and Vader. Like that was her whole goal. Was um, yes, damaging the Empire and and freeing the galaxy, but freeing the galaxy from the Sith was her was her number one was her number one goal. Um, and she knows all about that since her mentor of sorts was Darth Maul.
1: So the cage then is it to to do two things: to trap yeah. people inside trap. the cage, yeah. and also if you know if Kara wants to, she can unleash this unspeakable power and cause havoc and destruction.
0: Yeah. Hadn't you already done that without the cage?
1: Yeah. Well I guess this is uh, yeah. more powerful than anything that she can do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They 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 kind of uh, overplayed their hand on that one and it and it uh it, it blew up in their face as you know yeah. people read That's later right. on. Yeah.
1: Gotcha. So now Palpatine has a bounty on Kira. You know, we know this from the second from Crimson Reign. So he's told all of the, the the criminals, the Huts, the Pikes, the Black Sun, to go after Kira and to destroy her, because you know, she's using everybody. Yeah. Um, so they decide to go to her ship, the Vermilion, and destroy the ship. But they didn't know that Kira is not on the Vermilion. She also has another base, and she has a fleet. So she's yeah. making so much so much money. Apparently, she has her own fleet. Yeah. So the archivist in Cole von Ferris unleashes the formatic cage. Anyone who is force sensitive felt the disturbance, right? So that's Luke. We saw a picture of Luke. We saw Yoda. We saw Vader. All felt the disturbance, right? The Knights, the knights of Ren as well. And the Knights of Ren, right. Yeah. And Palpatine was also able to pinpoint the archivist's location and then sends Vader on that planet. So Chanak Cha, who is a part of uh, the, the Crimson... Uh, the Crimson Clan, Crimson Dawn, and the orphans arrive to defend the archivist, Ferris, and from out of Cage. Yeah. So let's go back and just catch people up on the members of Crimson Reign. So can we talk about Shanat Cha and what her backstory is uh, with her and Darth Vader? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, I hate that I'm forgetting the.
2: the uh actual title of the comic itself it it may just be a vader comic but uh oh no 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 yeah yeah yeah. i think it was yeah of course it's charles Soul. it was charles soul's run on vader i believe um where Chana the cha her parents were were bounty hunters and they were paid to uh kill vader which I mean, (laughs) why would you take that job but um so they were they were they were paid to uh, to kill vader and then vader in turn you know and his inquisitors they killed her parents and like pretty much right in front of her. And she was 12 years old at the time. And she pretty much did a, uh Indigo Montoya thing where she vowed to, to kill Vader at some point. Uh And she worked herself up through the galaxy, became a bounty hunter, did a, did a few jobs for, um, for Palpatine, like almost like a trusted source for Palpatine to take care of things. And that led her into another Charles soul book, which was the Lando comic. Uh, that's where we, that's where we first met her. Um, and then uh, after that, she created this this group called the Orphans, and it's pretty much made up of orphans. Uh, and then later they become in league with uh, Crimson Dawn to, uh, to help carry out with her plans to take out the Sith. And that's pretty much was a selling point for her was taking out the Sith, because that means taking out Vader. So so that's that, that's where we are. That's where we are with her with her story.
1: All right. By the way, let me just mention to anyone who's watching, we are live, so you can uh, comment if you like or ask any questions, so we are here to to answer any questions or do any Q&A, right, Q&A. so as a matter of fact we have some Q&A right now, so let's all right, who do we have? Mm. Alex all right, our good friend Alex I haven't read Crimson Dawn comics but I'm always excited to hear your thoughts and learn about the Star Wars universe, thank you so much Alex, yeah. all right, thank you uh, we have uh, two back to tank. She made two back
2: to tank. Yeah. Two yeah two, cool okay. Doing.
1: Hello there. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Hello there. Hello, hello back to you. All right. And talk about Star Wars, Marvel, butter cookies. <laughs> it's a joke we have with butter cookies. Keith, well, I love butter cookies. Keith makes fun of me because he thinks I eat too much butter cookies. So <laughs> he is now pushing to get butter cookies in Star Wars. So hashtag. Butter cookies and Star Wars. We'll see how it goes. Why not? Why not? Serve them at the diner. Right.
2: Make yeah. it so happen.
1: Okay.
2: All right. All right. See the right. Galaxy's Edge soon. space exactly. butter cookies. How about What's
0: that? All right. Yeah, just like how Galaxy Edge has orbs of It
2: <laughs> Does it?
0: It does. It yeah. literally has like little grenade containers of Sprite. Oh,
1: okay.
2: okay. I got them sitting on my shelf right now.
1: Oh. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right, let's go. All right, Chanacha.
0: Yes.
1: Is that not you? You want me to read? I don't even know who okay. All right, all right. I'll, I got it. So, Chanacha and the orphans, Emera and Seer, are fighting for their lives. All right, so they're on the planet with Vader. Mm-hmm. And Lady Bright, their droid, rescues the archivist and Ferris. So, apparently, Chanacha and Seer did not make it. All right, the droid requests backup from Kira. <laughs> and Kira says no. Yeah. Uh, Kira's only concern is keeping the formatic cage safe and Kira orders Lady Bright the droid to return to the base but the droid's loyalty is with Chanath so she turns the ship back around to see if she can go back and save Cha but it's too late um, and then the archivist is not having any of it and takes out the droid and takes over piloting the ship Of course. Right. so <laughs> so uh, there is also a character named Cadelia, all right, yeah. who is I believe she's a little girl, mm-hmm. um, but Kara has an interest in this little girl. Can you talk about mm-hmm. who Cadelia is, and why she's Kedelia, so important?
2: She is um, she is the offspring of two heirs, two of these two rival syndicates, the Unbroken Clan and the Mourners' Whale, um, and you know it's almost like some kind of uh, oh, like what if Romeo and Juliet had a had a child mm. and uh you know and, and something like that could bring these two you know warring factions these two families together uh part of it is both don't want to be as as one group the other thing is each one wants power like you know each group wants power so her coming in destroys all of that so so both clans are pretty much after her um and uh kira takes takes a shine to her takes a liking to her and I think most of that is like she wants to prepare her for whatever, because she's going to have some kind of a future with with uh, the syndicates, and and I think that you know Kira sees a lot of herself in her and wants to bring her up as best she can in a better way than she was, because she went like Kira went through some terrible times to get where she's at, uh, so she was hoping that maybe like uh, at least from from my interpretation, she's um, um you know. That, that Kira is hoping that Cadelia uh, can find a, um, a better way <clears throat> in her rise to power within those two organizations.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, at this point, Kira's running out of options. So she's yeah. feeling the heat from the Emperor and from Vader. Uh, she contacts Deathstick, who was also not saying that she's a full fledged member of Crimson Dawn, but she did work with Kira.
0: An, so operative. Like a, a, yeah. an, an ally. Yeah,
1: she's an assassin. Yeah. And you know, she, Kira goes out to ask for help against the emperor invader and Defster says no, she's done, find somebody else. So she sends a message to the Knights of Ren. All right, and surprisingly they consider helping Kira even though the last time they try to help her, uh, they lost two of their members, okay? So I, I, I'm curious to know, Chris, from your, your opinion, why would the Knights of Ren decide to go back to work for Kira after what happened the last time where they did lose two of their, their, their members.
2: I think for them, they, they're just, um, biding their time until they could, they could, you know, just get clear of that whole mess. Cause because they are like, you know, on a forced totem pole, they're very low. Um, so they want to, I guess they want to do what they can. If they could take out the emperor, cool. If they can't, um, they can hopefully get away from or maybe get in good favor with them as we see later in the comic
1: yeah yeah and then she sends another message to someone we don't know who it is yet but we'll get to that uh, she launches she launches a full-scale war on the Empire and she sends out a fleet to protect a Maxine so that is the planet where the uh, the, the archivist invader and, and, and the Emperor are located a Maxine mm-hmm. so Admiral Piet, remember that name from uh, the, the original trilogy and his crew battle Cura's fleet. So there's a space battle. He blown got on. blown up, right? Well, right at the end of *Return of Jedi*. Yes. Yeah,
0: because he was in *Empire Strikes Back*. And then. Yes, mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, the other dude got choked. Out. What was his name? Oswald. Nozzle. Admiral, admiral Oswald. Oswald. Nozzle. Yeah. Yes. Admiral, admiral Nozzle got choked.
1: <laughs> and 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 Piet was quickly promoted to admiral. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was funny. Imagine being an imperial, and you're going to a job interview, and you'd be like, "Why are spots opening up so quickly? Are people getting fired?" And then it would be like, "Well, there's Not other quite. ways we can free up positions."
1: Yeah, yeah. We you can don't,
0: fire them off the airlock if that's what you mean.
1: You don't I've wanna, done that before. You don't want to work for Darth Vader. You don't want Darth no. Vader boss.
2: No mess up his right. coffee it's over yeah
0: if vader was my boss he wouldn't be
1: well i hope not yeah i don't think you'd last long all right
0: i would have already taken an escape pod
1: yeah yeah okay i'm not gonna tease the invader anymore so that'd be pretty funny just sitting across from him at the interview Can I be honest? at the table and you know i
0: think it's kind of funny that a man who wheezes to draw breath is one of the most powerful Sith in the galaxy he is, yeah,
2: like, he is. If,
0: if you yeah. saw this man without the helmet and the mask you'd be like oh you feeble old man and then vader would be like mm.
1: all right no alex, in the time to go alex says lol no unemployment in the empire no. yeah. <laughs> you don't even make it to uh to social security age Can't um be- as far as
2: that as far as that question goes are these are these comics uh one you, you know they're ones you should read before crimson dawn you can start like one thing i always say you can start anywhere in star wars and just and pick up from there and go you can start with the first um uh uh war of the bounty hunters is the first uh chapter in this this crimson dawn trilogy so you can start there uh with that but uh to give it a little bit more weight i would say watch Watch the, if you haven't watched the solo movie. And uh, you know, just get your first taste of what a Crimson Dawn is like, and then um, and then go ahead and give the that that uh <clears throat> War of the Bounty Hunters, Crimson Rain, and then Hidden Empire a go. Yeah.
0: Hey, solo was good. Solo was a solo good was
1: great. Yeah. I yeah. love that
0: movie. I don't know why it gets so much hate. It needs a second movie,
2: that's it. it yeah. A, yeah, second movie, a series. Give me, gimme, gimme, gimme.
0: Yeah, Even whatever I can get
1: Especially, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later But, you know, I, I'm i still waiting for a Kira series You know, but we'll know yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, If there's yeah. ever a second Han movie, a Kira series has to follow mm. immediately Yes Immediately afterwards Alright so, What would they do? Like, where would it take place? Would it be like a film adaptation of the comics? Or would well, it be like something that happens before War of the Bounty Hunters? Afterwards yeah. It'll probably I, be something afterwards.
1: I'm thinking. Well, uh, you can let me know what you think. You
0: know, just straight up disappear. Spoilers. Yeah. After. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think it would be after Solo, right?
2: Right. Like oh, scene. I think it'd be. I, I, think? I think it. I think it would be
0: after Return of the Jedi, most likely. Yeah. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, wow. After wow. Wait, you the Jedi. know what? Yeah. Think about it. You know
0: how they're point. supposed yeah.
1: to yeah. spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Okay. <laughs>
0: You know, there's supposed to be this um that that movie, that's taking place in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, with all the modern characters like Mando and Ahsoka the and the Dane Filoni Chica movie that, that. that he's going to yeah, do. the Dave Filoni movie. Mm-hmm. Kira would probably still be alive for that.
1: That's a good be point. Like
0: Forty or something, or fifty something. Yeah. still alive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah maybe I, Kira will be playing a role.
1: Could be, I think. He's was for...
0: ball, like sixty. Sixty before he bald. You... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Before he weeps his last breath. <laughs> yeah.
1: With everyone
0: cut his like I
1: grand. I doubt Maul was that old. Not sixty. No.
0: Well, he was probably about thirty when he fought um, Qui Gon and Obi Wan.
1: Yeah, but okay. No,
2: nah, he was still he was still young. Like he was still an apprentice. So I think him and Obi were around the same age. So yeah, no, he'd probably be. I could see little that. Little, 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 little.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like in his fifties, probably.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Darth
0: <laughs> Maul was twenty.
1: All right, let's 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 finish up. Here. Oh. Okay, so Admiral Piet and his fleet—they're battling oh. Kira's fleet. Uh, Vader and Palpatine land on the Amaxine Station, and they defeat the Dawn Army with ease. And then Vader and Palpatine encounter the Spark Eternal, Doctor Afra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is this about? I know we're talking about a different character, and what's a Spark Aphra- Eternal? Well, that's what—that's the question <laughs> I'm asking. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> So Afra has her own series, obviously. So this is a continuation from what's going on in, uh, you know, with with her. Uh, but fill us in on the Spark Eternal. What is it? If anyone has not read the Doctor Afra comics, tell us what the Spark yeah. Eternal is about. Okay.
2: I need to uh, I need to correct something that I said earlier. That the uh, the Fremata Cage was not done by the Ascend uh, the the uh, yeah, the Ascendant. That was Lord Momin altogether. That was all Darth Momin. Oh uh, the, no problem. This the Spark Eternal is uh an AI that was made by the Ascendant. And um uh they you know, like I said, they were possessed with like mimicking powers of the Sith, so they could battle them, that sort of thing. Uh Afra was ta- Afra and Sana were tasked by uh Domina Tag, who's the head of the Tag Corporation, um, to uh, find any kind of ascendancy tech. And she found something and in true afro fashion she was like i'm gonna use this for myself i'm gonna take this for me and the ai the apparatus itself had had killed her and uh taken over her body uh so pretty much in her consciousness was still stuck you know was still stuck inside so she had to you know go through any kind of all kinds of trials and tribulations before she could get out with the help of sana and all of her friends from the dr afro
1: yeah okay okay All right, and um, so she uses, Kira uses Aphra as a distraction to Palpatine and Vader. Meanwhile, the archivist takes the fermatic cage to the Maxine station, and she once again opens the cage and unleashes the Sith power that we talked about earlier. The archivist escapes the Maxine and traps Palpatine and Vader in the cage, all right? Mm -hmm. So Now, Kira orders the archivist to seal the cage, all right? So talked about that. But before the archivist could do so, the Nice Seren shows up and they help Kira and they destroy the cage and it frees or rather
0: than help Kira.
1: Well, rather than help Kira, exactly right. Yeah. They yeah. free Vader and Palpatine from the cage. Mm-hmm. And Kira's plan, you know, as well as the fleet goes up in flames. Yeah.
0: Bye bye. Yeah,
1: how about that? So any yeah.
0: final comments on the battle?
1: That was pretty interesting. Were you expecting that to happen, uh, Kira? Uh, Knights of Ren turn against Kira? I was
0: expecting the Knights of Ren to just. I, to I mean, on. I, I,
1: I, you know,
2: we, we've all seen return of the Jedi, so we knew that this plan wasn't going to, unfortunately, wasn't going to work. Um, so I was, when when the Knights of Ren came back, I'm, I was pretty sure they were going to pull a swerve and 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 help out Palps and. Uh, and uh vader to, to to get in some kind of a good favor with them and it worked because uh you know they're working for snoke you yeah. know so yeah I, I, like i saw it coming but not in a in a negative way saw it coming like oh it's predictable like no it's just we know what happens with the turn of the jedi so we're just seeing like how things are happening how the galaxy was in turmoil and then how things are sewn up before we start return of the jedi
1: Good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. Right.
0: Yeah, this is kind of the thing, like when you make something cohesive and then you go back and write a story in the middle of it, you know who makes it out.
2: Yeah. So. but it's it's all about the journey though. So you know, where we know how things are gonna happen, it's still cool to see what happens beforehand or
0: how things can't about the treasure, but the friends we made along the way. To quote literally every cheesy family movie with like a bunch of yes. kids who find some loot only to find it's not loot. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. It's about that's the journey, right? Yeah, I agree. It's a good point. The Goonies, the Goonies taught us so much.
0: Yes, yeah. and the Goonies also taught us that if you're bad, you get arrested.
1: Okay, that's well, good. That's that's well. I don't Good know, lesson. Not necessarily bad, but if you commit a crime, you get arrested. But okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And kids always go into a random basement. There will be loot down there. I kid you not. There's definitely gonna be gold.
1: There's always something hidden <laughs> in the <his> basement. <brain. laughs> so, all right.
0: Please don't ever do that, Chris. Unless the basement is your own. Or you know someone who owns the basement, don't go in there.
1: Yeah, right. There's always something down in the basement, this dark basement. You don't know. what's. What are you going to find?
2: I don't go down <laughs> in the basements anyway. I can't do it. Yeah. Nope.
1: There you go. All right. So, Chris, Kira yeah. is yeah. defeated. I mean, she's at a point now where she is, she's is. she got no other options. So, she tells her, flee whoever remains. I failed you. Scatter. Run for your lives. Goodbye and yeah. good luck.
2: It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. a, a, so, a whole new life, someplace else. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, like,
0: so, I'm done here. You figure this out. You, yeah. Exactly. Really, like. she
1: just turns, you know, turns and runs in the other direction. So, yep. the ancient Sith Lord that we were talking about is unleashed from the cage, but seemingly returns back to the artifact.
0: So, and Palpatine zaps the Knights of Ren for not being on their best behavior and turning their back on him. That's right. Mm. Right.
1: Right. Remember, they stole from Vader's castle. In the uh, the Crimson Rain series,
0: yeah. yeah so,
1: so yeah, I thought that was that funny that,
0: was that that Palpatine would shock the very people who freed them.
1: Well, right. They're gonna he,
0: left him there. they gonna kick that cage into space. That's
1: true. But you know, Palpatine, you know, he's gonna get in his licks. You yeah. Know. Yeah. that's his that's way of
0: saying thank you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. That,
0: Palpatine's say, way of saying thank about you, you is by way <laughs> of lightning.
2: Yeah. Yes, that's how
1: you know, he deals with it. everything. That's how he deals with it. That's He'd that's be his like, power.
0: Thank you for saving me. <laughs> Pretty much, that, that, is, <laughs> well, that, is, Palpatine. that
2: is Palpatine yeah. right there.
1: So, yeah, all right. And now Kira now leaves behind a message for Cadelia, right? Um, and she tells her that she's going to leave everything to her, her credits. Mm-hmm. And then uh, tells her about the knowledge of having a choice and having credit. So, Kira never had that choice to have the life that she wanted. And you know, we know Kira. You know, came from you know low means. You know, if you saw the solo film, Uh, she had to struggle for most of her life. life Right? She She could not defeat the Sith. She fell into a life of crime. And Cadelia now is free to live the life that she chooses to live because she, Kira, left this little girl with a lot of credits. All right. Um, what that was, I, I thought that was, I wasn't expecting that from Kira, but she really has this emotional attachment to this little girl. And she really mm-hmm. sees this little girl in her, mm-hmm. uh, herself in this, this little girl. Right.
0: This random kid that she just picked up.
1: Right, but you know she she has some kind of commonality with this child, right? It's so kind of she wanted weird. to give this little girl more than what she had. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that decision for Kira to leave behind uh, the credits to Cadelia?
2: I thought that was on brand with Kira because if you if you think about like through the solo movie, like you know I didn't see her as some like you know just some ruthless or, or, or you know this this evil assistant to this gangster. She was trying to help Han the whole way through. She's like, "This isn't for you. Yeah. This isn't life for you. You're not this bad guy that you think you are." And like, you know, she knows <laughs> that he is a really good person. So, um yeah. uh, so I'm glad that that you know. And of course, it's Charles Soul, and he's a masterful. Oh, he's a masterful writer when it comes to Star Wars. Well, d- d- writing in general, yeah. Uh, but with Star Wars, like he really, like he gets it, and he and he did a fantastic job characterizing uh, Kira throughout this whole thing. Uh, So I was very much, um, not surprised, but not look again, not surprised in a bad way. Not surprised that that she had did this for uh, for Mm Frickadelia.
1: All right, so now we're back to present, okay? So this is the final scene in the series. We're now at the fall of the Empire. This is after Return to Jedi or during the fall of the Empire Return to Jedi. And the two hooded figures that we've been trying to figure out all along who they could be turns out to be Luke and Leia, all right? Um, and now that the archivists have told them the whole story about Kira, um, and there are these two agents that Kira worked for, and their name are uh, Bevelin and Melton, yep.
0: uh,
1: who brought the news to Luke and Leia. What is
0: Melton or Bevelin John?
1: Bevelin and John, yeah, Melton, right? You're right. Yeah. Beverly and John yeah. Melton, right? So I'm apparently.
0: Sorry, I, I messed myself up there. No,
1: no that's fine. They're, they're new characters. They're not in the film, but they're in the comic book. So I'm going to ask yeah. you if you could tell us, give, give us a brief background as to who they are. But apparently, these two people worked for Crimson Dawn, but they decided that they were going to help the rebellion. So yeah. they were the ones that gave Luke and Leia uh, the news about. The Emperor building a second Death Star. So tell us a little bit more about Beverly and, and John Melton. Well,
2: they, um, they they worked for the Empire. They were they were both, you know, you know, this, this is his husband and wife working for the Empire, but they quickly saw you know what the Empire was all about and they tried to get out. And they were able to get in touch with, with Kiro. Kiro was able to get in touch with them. Um, so they started, you know, being double agents for them and when it was time to, I, I don't know. I need to read that issue again, but because that was one of the Star Wars issues, another Charles Soule mm-hmm. issue. Um, but when it was time to go, uh, they had to. They had to uh, stow away on a uh, Imperial shuttle uh, from an IS, for an ISB agent, and um, things went down. And that agent is no longer living, and sure. like, they had to. Um, they had to escape. They had to flee. And uh, I think they landed, I'm gonna say I think it was on Coruscant. And um and yeah, that's when they they gave the uh they, not the plans, because that was the Bothans, but um they were able to tell Luke and Leia about the uh that there is a second Death Star being built and you know that that just set things in motion. So they those guys are just as big a hero as the Bothans are as as Luke are and whatnot, because if without that. Who knows what would have happened? Who knows how this this whole thing would have played out?
1: Yeah, exactly. The unsung heroes, right? Very good. Very cool. Very cool. Who knows
0: what could have happened?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And then uh, just a couple of quotes from Luke and Leia. Uh, Luke says, Kira saved the galaxy from the Sith, just not the way she thought she would. Yeah. And then Luke said, I wish she lived to see us win. Now... Take us to the next scene. We're in a cantina where they're actually celebrating the fall of the Empire. They're watching the big screen in the cantina, and they're watching the statue fall of the Emperor. And guess who has a little booth in the corner? None other than Kira herself. So she survived. She survived. All right. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. yeah. So we were all wondering what Crimson was going
0: on. Crimson dog part. Yeah,
1: we were all wondering what was going to happen to Kira, whether she's going to su- survive this series, and apparently she did. So, yeah, there's more stories of Kira yeah. to tell. Yeah, there's going
0: to be a fourth part.
1: There could be, yeah, yeah, it could be. Yeah, or a second solo know.
2: movie in between the two. Let's do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, your overall thoughts of not just this series, Chris, but the entire Bounty Hunter, Crimson Rain, and Hidden Empire, what did you think of these issues? Charles Soule
2: made himself an amazing trilogy between mm-hmm. <laughs> this trilogy, the, the, you know, this this original trilogy that we had, and he did a fantastic job. He brought things from every comic, every Star Wars comic that he's that he's done, the Lando comic uh a couple of one shots uh the the rise of kylo ren because that's the first time we see a maxine station and then that's used in the high republic which also he had a great hand in as well so uh i i thought that this this series was 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 fantastic it got so many eyes on on the star wars comics which as you know to me is very important um and the fact that he brought kira back and i had to keep that secret for days and uh, that was oh, that was tough, but um, but I'm, I'm so glad that um, that he got to tell this story and every story, and every story from all the other comics, you know, Ethan Sachs with the Bounty Hunters and um, and Alyssa Wong with uh, with, with the Dr. Afra book, uh, and of course, Charles Soules on the Star Wars book, and 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 uh, Greg Pock with the Devader uh, book, like everything tied in perfectly, and and I just thought it was an amazing series. So I mean, and I know the next series is coming out. It's called Dark um, Dark Droids. And I'm really looking forward to that because I know that the Souls are ahead of that one too. So I'm 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 really excited to see what happens. But this this series was was incredible. And probably like my favorite, probably my favorite story arc for the comics for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I. I want to make sure that I didn't miss any issue of this series. I mean, this was really, really well done. Mm -hmm. And you could tell it was well thought out and planned, you know, not just with Charles Soule, but, you know, he had to Mm -hmm. take information and facts from other writers. Yeah. Bring it all together, you know. So the collaboration yeah. that he had to put together with, uh, you know, the other writers of the Darth Vader series and the Doctor Afra series and mm-hmm. the War of the Bounty uh, the Bounty Hunter series, you know, just bringing that all together, that was just an amazing feat. And you, and you know that these writers truly respect their work and they respect yeah. each other. That they can mm-hmm. sit down and, and the
0: characters.
1: Right. And, and, yep. and absolutely respect the characters. And, and, and they, they love Star Wars. Bring them to like that's yeah. like
2: the most important thing.
0: Yeah.
1: They are, sure. they love Star Wars. You can definitely see that.
0: So yeah. Well you look, kinda have to.
1: Yeah, well, true now. Yeah. Let's let's go to QA. Let's see if there's any uh, more comments. Uh, if you have any comments, final QA, Alice. uh send them to us.
0: I'm super interested in hearing the Crimson Rain and of War of the Bounty Hunters, and really appreciate hearing Chris Kerwin's and Keith's thoughts. The series sounds amazing. Yeah, it is. We, it we reviewed is. the other two, so check yeah. it out.
1: Yeah, good point, Alex. So we do have a review. Chris, the three of us did review the 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 past two series and you know obviously you know yeah you want to play them in order i guess it would make more sense to play them in order
0: we're gonna actually yeah. put on like a like a crimson dawn saga playlist on our channel we so can do that that's a good together. idea
1: actually yeah so to make it easier for you to find the, nice. the episodes. very nice now look if you're any more q a before for it okay all right alex the agent is the one with the spice the one was <laughs> one with the spice that's also a term that we use
0: Yes. When we say one with the spice, we mean they've kicked the bucket.
1: They kicked the bucket, yes. That's our term. Yeah. You know. <laughs> one with the spice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long story, Chris. You know, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll have to explain it to you. You, you gotta you gotta
2: make a t shirt with that. You yeah, got yeah. cookies. T shirts. Exactly. Boom. Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, so well if okay, what would Palpatine do, a Star Wars philosophy? <laughs> like lightning,
2: yeah, lightning,
1: yeah. Just one Palpatine. word,
2: all just one word, lightning. Yep. It'd be the shortest book ever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know what? Instead of saying what would Palpatine do, we can just say lightning. Pretty much. That's That's it. it. That's it. Yep, like you said, lightning.
1: Lightning. The Palpatine story.
0: There you go. That's an audio book now.
1: There you go. Right. Written by E.K. Johnston, probably. All right. Now speaking of E.K. Johnston, very good. All right. So, look, if you have not gotten enough of, what can I
0: say? I know how to tie my stories together.
1: Yeah. So in October, I believe E.K. Johnston is coming out with a new book called Crimson Client. All right. Yep. So I went on Amazon, and I read the description, so here it goes. So, Sarah listened to the dreams and promises of a boy with a reckless smile, only to be torn away from him and returned to the White Worms gang, while Han made his way to freedom. Now, freedom seems like a luxury she can't afford while she concentrates on survival and despairs of leaving Pirelia. But her fortune seemed to turn when a representative of the crime syndicate, Crimson Dawn, plucks Kira from, from captivity and brings her to the syndicate's leader, the mysterious and mercurial Dryden Voss. So Voss offers Kira an opportunity she's never had before, a chance to build something resembling a comfortable life that she can prove her worth to his organization. With failure, meaning certain death, Kira knows she must immerse herself in the merciless, murderous world of Crimson Dawn.
0: Mm-hmm. What
1: she doesn't know is just who she will be if she survives. Yeah. release
0: releases October 10th? October 10th.
1: Which is interesting because we know if, you know, anyone who's read the comics knows she does survive. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. interesting. But it seems like this I is actually... I feel like this was
0: supposed to release before Eden Empire who, finished out.
1: Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, but... I.
0: Yeah, well, like the pandemic pushed back a lot of release dates.
1: It could be, but I get yeah. the impression, Chris, that this has taken place. There was a a yeah, this, period, this this maybe like a half hour in the solo movie where yeah. you didn't see Kira, right? This, because on uh, and were th- separated. Yeah,
2: this is that three year gap.
1: Yeah, uh, that right. Had exactly. The three once year gap. She
2: was taken oh. back by uh, by them. So, uh, yeah, I you know uh, uh, the adaptation of the of uh, the solo story had a little bit on what she went through. The same thing with the, uh, and, and I know one of the, yeah, I think the solo book, one of the solo books had something with that. So like, I'm looking forward to see everything that she had to, like everything else that she had to go through. Cause she really had to dig down and do some very bad things yeah. to, to survive. So I'm not expecting this to be a happy, you know, a happy story. So, you know, we'll see what I, yeah, we'll see how it, how it uh, plays out. But I'm I'm excited for this book. Um, hopefully, hopefully there's an audio book for it because that's kind of how I consume my Star Wars novels. But uh,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to reading this book. Yeah, so yeah.
0: imagine your boss being Vision. Vision. Yeah. Imagine your boss being Vision.
1: Okay. What and what problem
0: was played by the oh
1: there you head. go all right keith very good
2: a very a very angry vision yeah,
1: yeah. two different characters right if yeah.
0: vision didn't have a gem in his forehead and was angrier mm-hmm. yeah that
1: that shows how versatile paul bettany is as an actor yeah. you know? two different characters yeah, completely different he, you can dress him up
0: it's a pink makeup and a yellow cape yeah or you can dress him up with some scars on his face and a ring
1: that's right right it looks like you think they're two different actors? All right, so that book is coming out, like you said, in October. All right, so Chris, tell us what's up, what's going on, what do you got, what do you got coming up?
2: All right, so uh, tomorrow night on uh, on Force Connect, we're going to be talking about we're doing a Rebels uh, 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 conversation, uh, talking about uh, uh, which one of these uh, Imperial initiatives was the right one to take, and that's either the Tie Defender program or the Death Star. Uh, or project stardust as it was as it was called so we'll be talking about that and a few other things uh <laughs> sunday we have shooting the poodoo uh which will you know be out sunday live nine o'clock on the Bro axiom youtube channel twitter twitch facebook we'll have that going we have yeah. a couple comments coming out next week so there'll be some quick shots mm-hmm. uh a new star bros <laughs> episode will be out uh we're gonna be doing uh Bro action gaming on tuesday night uh i will be on this one with uh with 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 Dan and Roke. Uh, we're playing Street Fighter 6, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, you can catch me uh, and Pete Fletcher from uh, Streaming Star Wars or from Force Connect this Sunday at uh, Fan Expo Philadelphia. We're going to be talking about um, uh, different generations of Star Wars fans and, and the fandom, and just, it's pretty much, it's called Growing Up Star Wars. So we'll be talking about uh, just, just, it's our journey, being Star Wars fans and, you know, what we can remember from the 70s and the 80s and uh, leading up till now and then all the different generations and their there's uh their interpretations of the fandom so yeah we're looking forward to that
1: all right we're looking forward to seeing you at the fan expo yeah, so okay. yeah speaking of the fan expo we will be there as well on saturday mm-hmm. all right june 3rd at 3 p.m okay and then um so we've been reading i don't know if you take you you taking a look at this celebrity guest do you know who's going to be at this fan expo who's scheduled I, to well i know, I, know.
2: I, I think hayden my man sean Carlos esposito is going to be there yeah.
1: oh yeah uh yeah.
2: so i i'm gonna because i i didn't i i opted for i got oh, you know me i opted for carl weathers because i can only do one at star Wars yeah. celebration i'm like well i'm doing carl weathers that's like, that's, so you know, that's it. Um, so, but yeah, I need to meet John Carlos That's my man, big brother almighty. Got to meet him. So, uh, yes, Yeah. 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 so looking forward to that. Uh, well, who, yeah. who else was because uh, Hayden, yeah, definitely want to meet
0: Hayden.
1: All right, so meet, uh, yeah, okay, just like yesterday, you wanted to switch or you want to read off? You movies? read them, okay? All right, yeah, I'm
0: reading this list. All right,
1: that's fine. <laughs> all right, so at the fan expo this weekend, we have celebrity guests scheduled to appear. Kayden Christensen, Katie Sackhoff, Giancarlo Esposito, Zachary Levi, Charlie Cox, Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. Christina Ritchie, Henry Winkler, John Bernthal, Sam Raimi, Sean Astin, the cast of Back to the Future, all right, yeah. so that includes Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, the cast of Smallville, oh. Stephen Amell, and Emily Bett Rickards, Rickards, from Arrow, mm-hmm. Joseph Quinn and Grace Van Deen, from Stranger Things, and... Peter Weller. Robocop. Oh, Robocop's
2: gonna be there.
0: Nice. (laughs) Bruh. Nice.
1: Bruh. Oh. That sounds like a great time. Yes.
0: Like in the RoboCop timeline, hasn't Robocop retired?
1: You have to see the movie, Keith. And you know, you're, you know, it's this a movie that Does he become
0: one with the spice at the end or something like that? I don't,
1: you know, that's funny. I don't remember how it ends, but I remember how he became Robocop. It was a very brutal. So it's he, not something that he, he, he it
0: was. He yeah. sort
2: of became one with the spice before becoming Robocop.
1: That's a good point. Right. He did. Yeah. They had to revive him. Robo so he Spice. Opened... He was a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> He was a police officer and then he got caught in the in, in,
0: uh, yeah, I line know. of he, duty. He and, got and, kind of beat up and uh Oh you, you did your research. No, I've just oh, heard you just, this. Yeah just... he, uh, long story short, uh Okay. Be- beat up is you, a nice
2: word for what happened Is you know yeah,
0: a, I'll try to keep this as PG as possible. Right, the more thank, scientific thank you go, you know, the okay. less graphic it gets. Yeah, okay. He ends up with some of his Articulations in his, like like his arms, and he gets you know new robotic attachments to attach to his physical skeleton. My my guy becomes a robot. Okay. Yes,
1: he does. Well, that's yeah. why they call RoboCop. They, they kept,
2: kept his face.
1: Yeah, they they kept him alive. Yeah, they um,
2: kept yeah. his face in his brain. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And then everything, everything else was.
0: Those are some nice details. Robotics. I know now.
1: And you know what it's interesting that this kind of movie came out back in the eighties. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that's that's.
0: What the heck fore- is Night
1: Rider? Forethought. You know, like you know that oh. people can you know have their parts replaced with robotics. What did you just say? He said, well, "I Night Rider." Why didn't
0: they bring some more characters up
2: there? Oh. Mm, is that another Gray? Is that another Gray? Yeah, the eighties so were cool.
1: interesting time. I wonder if oh, Keith knows yes. about Knight Rider. Oh, wow. I know
0: about oh. I have No,
1: no idea. he doesn't know about mm. Keith Alex.
0: No, Who's no. Kit? Yeah. Kit cool. Harrington? No, not we that no. No. <laughs> no, I love,
1: I, I love the generations. This is so much fun.
2: <laughs> you, you mean Wiss? <laughs> no, you we'll YouTuber? talk about,
1: We'll talk about Keith.
2: i say, tell this. Once you watch that show, Keith, once you watch Knight Rider at least once, you never we'll get the first, first thing of your
1: We'll find it for you. Okay. Any you will more. Never get out? a theme
2: song in no, your okay. head once you watch okay.
1: it. Okay. Keith, can you tell us where people can find us?
0: Oh uh, well, where can we find you, Uncle Chris?
1: Yeah, good point. What? Where can we find you, Uncle Chris?
0: You can,
2: find, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and of course uh, Facebook, uh, 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 uh TikTok uh, 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 under just Chris Ryan's. And then you can also Keith. find me on all those other platforms uh <laughs> under Pro Axiom. So yeah. Come find me. Come hang out. Come subscribe. See what we got going on.
1: Excellent. All right.
0: Keith. Where can people find us? Yes. Where can people so find us? So you can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Galaxy. Website, Galaxy.com. Merch store, FathersandGalaxy.myspricetrap.com. Patreon page patreoncom Galaxy. Please join our race to a thousand subs. We are almost there. We are about ninety-one percent of the way to get there. So please subs. help us yep. as much as you can. Yep. We need about um, ninety more subs.
1: We can do this. We can. Yeah, we'll get it done by okay. the end of June. Yeah, absolutely. We can
0: do this all day.
1: Yep. We can. You good? Is that it? Yep. That's all. All right, Chris Ryan. Thank Subscribe. you.
0: Subscribe smash that subscribe button to get a free air diamond
1: okay all right all right <laughs> look hey all right chris ryan's <laughs> my friend it's always a pleasure having you on it's always fun talking to you about hey, star wars hey, doesn't you know, matter I love
2: coming, coming on
1: it doesn't matter what the topic is you know we just yeah. love having you so
2: yeah you say i love thank you, on once again. With you for sure all thank right
0: you for having me
1: all right, no problem. No Man, problem.
0: Be with you.
1: All right, everyone. So thank you so much for listening or watching this podcast. Until next time, take care. And, and we, we will see, will see you, you again. again.